0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Our Take On It. It's your girl, Debra and Jackie. And today we're going to talk about, are you happy for other people's success? Sometimes we are, sometimes we're not. I mean, Jackie, you were talking about this earlier, for instance. I was,
1: yeah, I was. And what I would say is like other people's victories. I like that word, victories. Uh, It goes along with successes, but you know what I was focused on was uh, I get constant updates on my phone about people winning the lottery. It's it's all over the place, and I was looking for a pattern, and I realized that so many people are winning it multiple times. Now, ask me this question again. Am I happy for other people's victories? In the case of people who seem to be relying on just pure gut-wrenching luck, and pushing the limits excessively, no, I'm not happy. And the reason I say that is because in a lot of cases, people turn around, they win a million bucks, which most of us would think that that would be more than sufficient to change our lives, especially if you're an older person, like let's say 40 and over, okay? You're not going to live forever. I don't know your personal financial situation, okay? So I don't know what how big your mortgage is. Uh, I don't know what your personal debt outside of the mortgage is. Maybe you're paying for a very expensive car. Uh, Maybe you like to travel excessively. Whatever your priorities are, they are individualized. But let's face it, a million bucks is a nice chunk of change. It's a really nice chunk of change. For most of us, it could set our affairs in order, allow us to invest a little, and take really good care of ourselves, and most importantly, give back. To people in need around us. I think I should have said that first because I am a believer in giving. Uh, I don't have a tremendous amount of money but I do give to two or three organizations on a consistent basis and I give to my church and it makes me feel good to do the best I can. So definitely giving is a part of that scenario. But when you see somebody win a million bucks and then they go back a month later win another quarter of a million and then you see them trying again six months later and they win. They know that they have the element of luck on their side. And they continue to press it. And what that does is it takes it away from somebody else who could be really needy. And I, I love to hear a story about somebody whose house was about to be possessed uh, or, or repossessed by the government. Uh, not the government, the banks. And whatever, you know, other pitfalls they would have experienced in the tax system or whatever. And they win enough money to clear off all these bills and put themselves on a good fitting. I think that's marvelous, but people who just amass money and have no plans for it, don't even plan to utilize it, it actually becomes the property of the bank, they're not even treating themselves to a vacation, or doing anything to help anybody, no, I'm not happy with their victories, what about you, Deb?
0: (laughs) Well, you know what, the fact that you use the word luck, I want to think that, Maybe they're blessed that way, you know. I mean, God have a way of blessing people significantly over and over and over because he said, you know, ask and you shall receive. It's not like he said, ask one time and I shall fulfill your needs. He said, ask. So if this person is consistently asking God to bless them with financial abundance, I mean, we can't really fault them for always receiving it. And whether they do something positive or they don't do anything at all with their money, that's their blessing, how they choose to utilize it. Because I'm pretty sure they're doing something positive with it, even if they keep winning over and over. Because I always believe that everything in this world, we don't own it. It's owned by God everything. My clothes is not my own. That's God providing it for me. So at the end of the day, if I receive it, it is because God intent was for me to receive it. And so when these people win in the lottery over and over, but I mean, from our perspective, we may not know what organizations or what, you know, charitable, um, things that they're doing with the money we don't know we can only speculate that how dare you win three four times while I'm here you know struggling how dare you and I don't know what you're doing with this money because sometimes when the question is asked of them on air what are your plans for this money truly the answer haven't really come to them yet so they'll say you know I don't really know what I'll do with this money you know so and that is just for them to think about after they come off air a lot of ideas come to them because the one thing that you should know is that when a person win lottery they don't have to look for people people find them okay all kind of companies start calling you up to support them so they know what winning sometimes some people win the lottery and they because of so many things that come at them and they've been you know putting money out there here there, and everywhere they end up with nothing and so God is like okay let's refill your basket and this time See what you really want to do with your money. So I think the only time I may not be happy is if my ex leave me for a rich ass woman that I'm not going to be profiting from. Then, no, I'm not going to be happy for that victory.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tackle two of your points Deb, that you brought up. Number one, I do agree with you that in this life, everything we get is a blessing from God. And we don't really own anything. I like to use the word that we are just stewards of things. And sometimes God does give us more because of the care that we take of the things that we have. So he blesses us with more. He sees that we appreciate, we, we show praise and gratitude for what we have. So that's how we, we get a bounty in life. So that, that is an important point. But sometimes, at least in a biblical perspective, money is both a blessing and a curse. Remember that. Even in Deuteronomy, in the Bible, it says, I, I put before you life and death. You know, choose the blessings, choose the curses so that you and your descendants may live. So we we, we come to this point that sometimes you get all these victories because maybe it is not good fortune. And I remember years ago when my mother used to work in a job in the States and there was a man begging in front of the office and they were told, everybody that worked there was told, never give this this man any money or you'll be fired from this job. And everybody was like, what? What do you mean? That man at that time had won the Irish Sweet States, which was one of the biggest lotteries in the United States. And in less than three years, he was broke and begging outside with that kind of money. And everybody in that office was just steaming mad. Like, what? You got an opportunity of a lifetime to change your life and you're begging on the steps in front of an office building? So there are horrible story of people who win the lottery. And I also remember a great phrase that Oprah used on her show when she had it years ago. She said that money is a mindset. That you, if you were an idiot without money, you'll be an idiot with money. If you were a cheapskate with money, you'll be a cheapskate. Without money, you'll be a cheapskate with money. So there are, there are money personalities. There are attitudes of people who will take money And either just get it and have nothing to do with it. Because there are people that you see at the banks that literally get an orgasm just looking at their deposit. (laughs) That's all they need to get excited. You know what I mean? And they're not even dressed well. They're not giving anything back to anybody. They're just looking at that money and getting excited. And I do not believe that that is what God intended. As part of God's kingdom, we should always give back. God doesn't need our money. He has everything. But we give back because we help other people. And that is is a requirement of us, you know, as as God-fearing people. But at the same time, money can be a curse, as you just pointed out. When you win a lot of money, that acknowledgement is everywhere. Your phone will ring off the hook. People will find your cell number. They will find your home phone number. And they will start begging you and coming with every cause to get you to invest it. So having money does require a break. Because it is a responsibility to have money, to learn to manage it, to allocate it, to give some of it. It is a big responsibility. People just look at the thrill of winning. But if you win an obscenely large amount of money, like, say, 50 million bucks or something, which sometimes the lotteries do offer, and really that should be shared by at least 10 or more people, but usually sometimes one person gets the whole enchilada, That it doesn't take long for you to screw it up.
0: Well, at it's the end of the very, day... At the end of the day, each person who gets their favors from God and how they choose to use it, it's almost like the, 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 the ten virgins or the five talents. I can't remember the story quite well, but. Each of them had money and he gave them some of them invested. Some of them, they gave it away. But this one man, he buried it because he wanted to keep it safe. And when, 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 when God, when Jesus returned, he said, you know, okay, the, where's the money that I gave you to invest? He said, sir, I wanted to make sure that the money was safe. And so I buried it. So he didn't get a capital gain on that. And that shows you what you do and what you don't do and how you can manage and how you cannot manage. So a lot of people are not capable of managing their own home, let alone to manage money. Money is manageable and it's unmanageable because sometimes our eyes sees much more than what we spend. And I said this before, we are all millionaires. The thing is, people don't realize it. It's such a simple concept to really acknowledge that I am a millionaire. And I say this confidently because I am, I'm not being arrogant about it. And I'm not misleading myself to think that I'm not a millionaire. I am a millionaire. The reason why I said that I'm a millionaire from the time I was a teenager that had money in my hands, that I went to the shop and spent of my own money to the fact that I am at this age right now, I have spent over a million dollars already. Okay. I have spent over a million dollars. So that makes me a millionaire without me even acknowledging or realizing that I'm a millionaire. But the fact that I'm I'm working paycheck to paycheck makes me feel like you're not a millionaire, but I am. But it's how did I manage that money? I did not realize how much I've really misused money that has not affected me right now to look like the millionaire that I think I am. So We are all millionaires. If you really think back from the time you start spending till now you're still spending, you have misspent money your whole life. You have misspent a million dollars. So you can't be not happy for other people who actually got it in lump sum because eventually they might end up at the bottom of the crate like that man at your mom's workplace as well. So we have to be happy for everyone in their own situation where they've accomplished something that you wish you could have accomplished, which you've already accomplished, but you yourself have not seen how much you've misused it.
1: Well, yeah, I I see your point too, but I really just think that, um, you know, a lottery is, is a game of chance and a lot of people gamble. Some people are addicted to the process some people truly do it because they are looking for a benefit you know that they're really asking god to bless them that there's something that they really need and you know they really have something to do uh with it that's valuable and maybe they won't get it for that reason as you say because sometimes it is just luck that comes randomly and it it comes to some people who may not have ever anticipated getting it and maybe they don't even need it because i even remember another story too where i think there was a woman I uh, at one of the big shopping malls that bought a ticket uh, over the Christmas, maybe six or seven years ago. And I remember hearing the story on TV. And this woman was literally appalled that she won the money because she was being interviewed. like, well, you know, I've already bought my gifts. I you know I have everything organized. i was planning to travel. You know, this is a bit of an inconvenience. She actually used that word winning thousands of dollars. And she sort of said, well, you know, this has kind of thrown me off. You know, See, really didn't that's it. because
0: that wasn't imp- that wasn't the highlight of her day. And I like that yeah. because a lot of people would give up, uproot the entire day plan for that money. Yeah. And that's why the Bible says the love for money is the root of all evil. So, ladies and gentlemen, are well, you happy for other people's victory is. when they win or when they lose? But either yeah. ways. Look at your own finance and see how much of a millionaire you really are. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say.
1: I mean, look look at your blessings first and realize that if you ever get a windfall in this life, enjoy it.
0: Yes. All right. So my name is Deborah,
1: And my name is Jackie.
0: And we wish you guys a merry, happy Christmas. Spend wisely. We're going to need those money for the New Year's. (laughs)